Hi friends, this is Jonathan Frizz, founder of 10 Days. Earlier this year, I did a series of interviews with my good friend, Greg Healy, attempting to do an in-depth telling of the 10 Days story. 10 Days is a movement that began in 2004. Since then, God has enabled it to expand into a global prayer and unity movement. Trust me, it's taken a lot longer than I initially thought, but after 17 years, it's incredible to see the original vision unfolding before our eyes. Over the years, I've cast vision for 10 days hundreds of times, probably thousands. I've become adept in sharing about 10 days in 30 seconds, five minutes, or 30 minutes, however long they're willing to give me. If it's a really, really good day, I might get an hour to share, which means I can usually get into some pretty cool testimonies. It's been on my heart for some time to do a longer, more leisurely telling where we could really dive deep into the history, the God encounters, the miracles, the mistakes, and the mysteries of this incredible journey. This is the prophetic history of the movement, how we've grown from small beginnings to where we are today. It's also a personal history, a history of faith, fear, tragedy, disappointment, love, and learning how to follow Jesus. In my case, that's often meant learning the hard way. I think this will be an encouragement and an inspiration to you both because of the amazing things that have happened and continue to happen, but also because of the failures and mistakes we've faced along the journey. Hopefully you can avoid some of these pitfalls or else when you encounter whatever you need to encounter and go through what you need to go through, you'll at least know a few things not to do. Following Jesus is the most beautiful thing I can even imagine, but it's also the most painful and it costs us everything. However, at the end of the day, what else are we going to do with our short lives? Why not decide to give everything to the only one found worthy in heaven and on earth, the one who gave everything to make us his own? I hope you enjoy this series. And remember, please subscribe to our podcast as well. These are podcast exclusives, and we hope that you will be encouraged and enjoy them. God bless. picking up on when you had quit you now are back to work you're at the restaurant right and you knew a bad version of you was going on <laughs> so you didn't trust god you didn't trust you who did you trust i i it was a pretty difficult time of life yeah um i was uh yeah so i didn't trust myself um some of my other friends including david who i travel with yes um, became very alienated from me. Um, just really started hating me, and also he he did lose his faith. He walked away from the Lord oh, altogether. He was engaged. He walked away from that. So it's just like those of us who were kind of in this together, our lives were just like That's blown costly. up and in disarray. How was um, Cassie? Was she okay? Like as you were depressed? It was a uh, it was a it was really challenging, and she was almost trying to. Um, like, kind of like nurse me through this in a way. <laughs> like, right. okay. But like, she herself wasn't whole either. She, yeah, it was, it was a really difficult time for us. And like I said, it was just, it was just like torment. In, it was demonic. It was torment in my mind. Wow. And um, depression, unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. I used to suffer a lot from depression. And then this kind of revival thing had happened. I hadn't had that anymore. And then this was like, whoa, 
So now as a waiter, how did that affect your performance? You know, waiting, that was one of the reasons I was burying myself in work is that it wouldn't really bother me as much when I was working. Okay. It was just so you like, could still relate to people. I could, yeah, exactly. Take orders and but be kind. Anything, and, yeah, yeah. Anything that was outside of that, I was just a, a total wreck. And um, like I said, I didn't walk away from God because I was, I was like, okay, current me is not ready to make decisions. So you didn't blurt out like right before you were going to get tipped. What is wrong with everyone? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I was able to still, you know, be polite and function. Uh, but in terms of my relationship with God, everything was just like, it was a wreck. Yeah. Um, and um, we had a friend that was getting married in Massachusetts. And uh, actually, you know, I'd actually had a really difficult day at work um, the day before. I was an assistant manager. I'd made a bad decision to let people know. And so I kind of, that kind of went into it, kind of cratered things even more. So I just was a total wreck as we're flying to Massachusetts. Um, you know, Cassie's like walking me through. So you had let people know at work what was going on in your life or no. that you were going to mass? No, no, no. I was going to mass. And so we came to mass um, my first time really being in Massachusetts and uh, visited Gordon Conwell. I had applied here. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we kind of came, we saw it. Um, you had applied there when you went to undergrad or applied I had, there I had applied there, the pre yeah, as an undergrad. And so I was already yeah. accepted. Um, kind of like saw the place a little bit. And then, you know, my friend got married, we went back home. And uh, around the 4th of July, um, I just kind of had this realization, um, <laughs> everything is awful in my life. Um, <laughs> this is great I'm, for 10 I'm, day encouragement. Right, I'm depressed. I'm like really, it's like really bad. I have no idea how to get out of the hole I'm in. And I might as well just do something to change it up. So that's how I decided to go to seminary. It's like I'm so, I'm so discouraged I'm so God and depressed. And this thing, this religious thing, is terrible. I'm going to seminary. I'm going to go to seminary. And so that's that's literally it was on the Fourth of July. I remember because fireworks are going off everywhere. You are a strange bird, Frizz. I know, I know. You're not the first person to say that. And so we, um, you know, we came out to seminary. Um, it was very difficult for me to function, and just like do certain things. Um, you, you know, I was emotionally like a, just really bad. Okay. And, um, but I, uh, and I felt like, the worst part of it is I felt like I'd failed God. Oh. And so I, you're blaming yourself, you're blaming God, you're angry. You're I felt, upset. yeah, I, I was like mad at God, but I was more, it was more like I thought he was mad at me. Wow. And so I thought God was like sending us to Siberia. This was like my mindset. <laughs> I'm serious. Gordon Conwell is have, your Siberia. I have been a bad boy, and he's sending me to <laughs> military the, the school northeast of Gordon Conwell because like there's no Christians here, and this is like this <laughs> cold and dark. It's the God part. Yeah, it's like spiritual Siberia where you live today, where I live, <laughs> where I still live, and um, yeah. So that's that's that was kind of my like I'm being punished. I'm coming here, so just you know really difficult. Yeah, difficult season, mentally wasn't in a good place. Did the rhythm of seminary help at all? Like so, so yeah, so, so, so things started to get better. And I went to a professor um, in seminary and uh, he had open office hours, he was a psychologist. And I kind of just came in and like, 
told him my story crying for 30 minutes. At which point... <laughs> he said, I'm not a therapist. Right? Thank you for coming. At which point he said, <laughs> he said, hey, I've got to stop you there. <laughs> so you want every therapist and to And he say. said, hey, there's a guy who does spiritual healing and prayer for healing. Like, you might want to talk to this guy. Huh. And so on October 31st, I went to this and um, session. It was at a church in the area. All Hallows Eve. Yeah, on, on Halloween. And, um, you know, I... I was really skeptical about charismatics, um, <laughs> as you know, like a lot of Even times. Even though you had your own visions. I've, I'm having all these experiences, <laughs> but I'm skeptical. I'm still, and I'm skeptical about myself too. <laughs> You're skeptical about everything. <laughs> but um, so I'm coming into this and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be like some new age thing. You know oh, what I mean? Well, like Meaning how he prays for This you. prayer ministry, right, right. It's going to be some new age garbage and... Uh, <laughs> So this guy, I share my story, and they're like, wow, this is not something we've ever encountered before <laughs> in terms of healing. You know, I think usually it's like, hey, I've been hurt, and th but this was like, I had gotten hurt like doing this crazy extreme thing. Right, and, um, for God. For no, God, no right, less. and th that, that revelation that I had was like that Jesus was worth everything I had. And so yes. I, was, I wanted to give everything, but and, and like, so then you wanted to take it back. <laughs> but then it just hurt me. Yeah, it just hurt too much to do that. Um, so he starts talking to me and he's like, wow, I can see that you really understand God um, as your commander, as your king, yes, yes. as your Lord. Like Captain you're of the host. Like you're willing to do anything for God. You're willing to pay any price. And he's just like saying like, hey, that's really admirable. That's really good. He's even saying... You could even teach me about that. And, um, but I wonder, have you ever met Jesus as a gazelle? <laughs> and, a gazelle. and I'm like, here it is. The new age. The new part. age. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just what I was afraid of. It's the new age stuff. He said, here, take these crystals. But, <laughs> but I don't, but you know, like I, that's what I'm thinking inside. But externally I'm like, um, you know, could you just explain what that means a little bit? A very polite, you know, uh, good Midwestern boy. <laughs> Angry inside. And he says, right? <laughs> no, I was just, that was literally what I thought. I'm like, here it is, the new age. Here it is. He says, I'm talking about the song of songs. Yes. And then immediately I was exposed. I'm like, he just knows his Bible better than me. Oh. I was like, so you were not a song of Psalms guy. Songs. So I, Psalms. so I realized this man was um, speaking for God into my life. Um, and then he also was like, you know, you tried to get the whole country. What about just doing it on your own? What about just doing it with a small group? What about just doing, starting small? Like you've already tried to get the whole thing. What if you just started small? And, you know, and then he was speaking to just about wisdom, like adding wisdom into my zeal right. kind of out of the Proverbs. So those themes. But um, also the other facets of God that you had not found. That I hadn't discovered yet. Right, right. And then they really hit on some key moments in my travels where I had taken hits and gotten wounded. And right. they did some healing prayer. Like, and I, I didn't even realize these things. Like I had these knives in me and these daggers in me from 40 cities from from visiting all these people and and you know things people had said to me that were horrible and 
And, you know, God highlighted a few of them. They prayed over me. And then they did this thing where they would, like, pray over me and know things about me where I was like, I have no idea how they know, like, my innermost thoughts. Yep. And that was one of my, not my first time experiencing I had experienced that before, but it was, it was amazing. And so I was like... They was, were picking your pockets. You didn't ever, had, had never experienced this really. I had experienced it, but, but maybe not to that degree. So I left there knowing like I had been significantly healed, but not totally healed. Yep. And it, but it led me into a season of realizing one, I've got to get in the Song of Songs. I was like, I do not know Jesus in this way, and that's a problem. And so I just started getting in the Song of Songs. And then I realized I needed wisdom, so I started getting in the Proverbs. <laughs> and I started reading Jonathan Edwards. And I'm... I'm uh, Y-J-E. Because I was in New England. Okay. And I loved revival history and church history. And I loved theology. I was like, I thought of myself as a philosopher. I thought he was the sinners in the hand of an angry God he guy. He is, but, but most of what he wrote... <laughs> it's not is, a gazelle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he writes about the gazelle all the time. Does he? Uh, he does, okay. yeah. So... Um, you're, you're getting me confused with that. <laughs> he just went into debate mode. You've, you've, you've confused me with the gazelle. So, um, yeah, so anyway, I started... You're seeking after God in this new dimension. Right, right. So I'm reading Jonathan Edwards, and I'm reading this stuff, and I'm realizing, oh my goodness, this stuff happened, what happened to me happened in the first great awakening. There were these ah. young people that were zealous, and then they... Like, they had genuine encounters with God, but then they'd go out and, like, do stupid stuff and, like, go to extremes. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I wish I had read this before. I would have had some context for... So, like, his whole, his, his whole book, I, I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but the whole thing is about, like, defending the revival movement in New England, but talking about its excesses and seeing how whenever God moves... There's not only the move of God, the real legitimate, but there's also these excesses because we are immature. We don't know what to do with it. So you're attracted to reading Jonathan Edwards because you wanted to see his kind of level of revival that was taking place right, in the first grade. Right, so I'm learning from the song. I'm, I'm just like soaking and meditating on the Song of Songs. I'm in the Proverbs. I'm like, yep. dig, I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is what I had. I had zeal without knowledge. Right. I'm, in song, I'm, in, I'm in Edwards. I'm reading Edwards all the time. Um, Edwards talks about the gazelle. And for Edwards, the gazelle was like revival. And what he said is like, oh. as, soon as, we, as soon as we set our hearts to seek the Lord, like revival is coming quickly over the hills. Mm. Now we know it, ultimately it's, it's about the, the, the gazelle is Jesus and it's about sure. the return of the Lord. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm getting inspired by Edwards. And then, um, you know, I, I'm getting healed. I start having these dreams um, where like God is like speaking to me in dreams. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is a new dimension. This is cool. <laughs> but it's like a really sweet season of like... You didn't think it was new age? No, I didn't. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I started, you know, just like, I was like, whoa. And then I started realizing God didn't bring me to New England because he hates me. He brought me here because he loves me because I have a calling for revival and so does New England. Yes. And, and like, so all of my, everything starts flipping I start encountering the love of God like never before, mm. just richly in my heart. And I'm not doing any ministry at all. Um, I get, I have like these multiple deliverance. Basically, just a lot of stuff is happening. I have a deliverance from loneliness. While I'm just wow. listening to a worship song, I've always felt deeply lonely. 
And um, I said it was like there was this hole in my heart and, you know, I could, you know, I didn't have to be over by it, but I could go watch, walk over there and look down at any time I wanted. It was like, and it, then it was just gone in a minute. Like God just set me free. I was like, whoa, I never thought that would be gone. So you saw the trouble and then it was healed. Just, yeah. And it, it had always been there for me. Anyway, all, so all these significant things are happening. I'm experiencing personal revival. And then the Lord starts speaking to me out of John 21, the part where he speaks to Peter. It's like, feed my yes. sheep, feed my sheep. Do and, you love me? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, why can't I get this out of my mind? <laughs> and then shortly after that, I start back into ministry again, where I'm leading a class at my local church. Ah. So it was like he was, he was calling me into ministry. Yep. He had brought me from this totally dark place of despair, disillusionment. You know, I, I repented of quitting. I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry I quit. Like, no, you're, you, you know, you're reinstating me and I'm back, sorry. you know, like I'm back. And then, but then it was just, we were just doing this small group at this church. Did you get a bonus, like a signing bonus? <laughs> I wasn't getting paid, but actually at that time, that was another area of offense, to be honest, was our finances. Sure. That we had given so much to do this. And I thought God would come through for me like he did for George Mueller. You got to stop taking those vows of poverty, man. I, <laughs> but he never did. And we ran out of money. So that was another, I didn't talk about that area. That was another area of offense. But we actually started experiencing financial miracles around this time. Wow. And one of the first ones was um, our local church. Uh, we had a situation where Gabe was in the hospital for two weeks. Gabe was born at this Gabe time. Gabe was born. Yep. And... Um, Right, so even all the things that were lost in the past season, the, you know, the miscarriages, like, well, everything's being redeemed. 06? 06, yeah, yeah. So Gabe is born, um, and uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was incredible, but during that time, like, our church and other people would just, like, gave to us when I couldn't work uh, because of being in the hospital. And so I ended up making more money not working than I would working. And I was just like, oh, God, that's amazing. Um, so wait a minute, working for God's a good deal? <laughs> Godliness is a means to financial gain. Wait, no, I think it says, is not, you know, some people think that, but maybe they shouldn't. I think that's what I read. Um, but anyway, so it was, a, it was a cool season, and it kind of culminated in doing what I would call our first successful, quote-unquote, successful 10 days. I think all of them have been successful. I think the failure was successful in the sense in that sense, God yes. used it. But it, in a sense, it did not meet your expectations the first two. Right, right. But this one did, because you had new expectations. Right, right, right. So we're about to, so we're planning to do, so. Gabe was born. Gabe, <laughs> our, first, our first baby was born. Um, and then we're, we're, we're planning to do, I was taking the advice of um, my friend, um, just to do something small. Okay, you're not responsible to get the whole world to do 10 days maybe just do one yourself yes. and it was like wow okay that was relieving thinking of it long term wow okay this all doesn't have to happen in one year it's like well maybe god's gonna do this long term i'm like oh yeah that's amazing <laughs> um, and understanding wisdom that's usually how things work so we're a few weeks out and i'm afraid again it's like i can't, I, I hadn't i hadn't realized until i'm telling the story how often 
key things happen when I'm afraid. It's just very interesting. Yeah, it's almost um, like when, the, when we prepare for any big thing, like we kind of get a little bit of the butterflies like entering into it, right? Right, right. This wasn't, I mean, I definitely get that. This wasn't like the butterflies. What I said to God was, I said, last time I did 10 days, it took me nine months to recover. I'm finally, like, I'm finally feeling, <laughs> I'm finally feeling like some semblance of a human being again. So you were concerned. What's going to happen to me you this time? You could be wrecked again. Right, yeah. right, right. So first God kind of just brought me into like a place of like, hey, you need to repent for this attitude. And it was like, okay, like, that's fair good. enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was able to hear him on that. And then he said, and this has just been a guiding light to me ever since he said, last time you did it because you wanted something. Last time you did 10 days because you wanted something. I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted revival in America. Yes, so for you that was like a uh, ambition of a goal. Yeah, it was the thing I desired. And I was happy and willing to give everything I had for that purpose. But It's when, funny, it seems like it's godly, but if it's not God and his timing, it can be a disaster. Right, so he said last time you did this because you wanted something. Yes. This time, do it because you love me. Hmm. And I was like, which is, that's your song of Solomon. Uh, right exactly. There. And then as he said that, I saw the gazelle. The gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I had a vision of the gazelle coming. And what I understood by that was that if I pursued God out of love, not like, hey, we want this thing to happen, but out of love, like for who he is, yes. that revival would come quickly and the Lord's return, you know, like the gazelle symbolizing revival in Jonathan Edwards. Yeah. And so it's just like that moment just tied everything together that I had been learning. Love can't be forced. It is a free will act. It's not like obeying the commander. It's right. totally different. Right, right. So the, it's elusive in a sense. Right. But like that, the gazelle. No, it was totally, yeah, so totally undid me. And I was just like, oh my goodness, Lord, thank you. Amazing. So then we got into 10 days and we didn't try to do 24-7. We had learned, <laughs> we, we were a little bit wiser. We were like, okay, we're gonna do it at our local church and we're gonna do a few hours a day. Which was Newburyport? It was in Newburyport, Hope Community Church. Great okay, church, great. shout out to Hope. I love them, they were such a great Great support. city, Newburyport. Yeah, great city. Uh, I was working there at a restaurant in town and loved Newburyport. Um, uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so we're doing 10 days and you know, amazing things start happening. Um, one night, Cassie gets strep throat, and she used to get strep throat all the time. It was on our wedding anniversary. And I'm holding the baby in one room, she's in the prayer room, and she comes out, and she's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, she's talking normally. Yeah. She's like, yeah, the Lord just spoke to me, said he was gonna heal me of my strep throat. And then like five seconds later, he just came and healed it, and I'm totally, well, I could, wow. she couldn't talk before, couldn't eat. We had a steak dinner that night Wow! as celebrating our anniversary. And since this had happened repeatedly, now it's not happened anymore. Uh, yeah, haven't had it really happen like that since. Cool. And so it was just an amazing, amazing thing. And it, it was so touching because it, it was touching to both of us that God did that on our anniversary. Nice. It was like, that's amazing. And um, this whole time, you know, the people that were involved, it was very peaceful. It was very sweet. 
God really moved, and everyone had testimonies coming out of it. So it was a full blessing it was a, for it, all who participated. It was a total blessing to be a part of these things, this thing, and we got to know God better, and we came out on the other end totally whole, totally sane. Actually, we kind of got thrust out. We got moved right at the end of 10 days. We had to move into a new location. So it was tumultuous and challenging and everything else. But it was like, wow, that was an incredible experience. You didn't feel beat up and abused and all of those other things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that was the journey for me from the first year, from that kind of burnout breakdown experience yes. into a place of greater wholeness. And it was about the love of God, yeah. learning to love God and receive love from God, the Song of Songs, the Proverbs, Hey, it's not enough to just have zeal. You also need to have wisdom mm. and know how God does things. And then gazelles. <laughs> gazelles. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. All right. Break. Let's, let's stop there. Yeah. <laughs>